right pocket. Slings it to the end zone. It's caught. Touchdown, South Dakota State. Jack Rabbit Nation, we always want to be the best, so try to keep pushing for us, me, Quentin, and Brian, so we can be the best group in the nation. Thanks for sticking with us during the break. You're listening to FCS Nation on the Palmetto Radio Network. I'm going to call this one the grand finale edition of the Alex Lemonade Stand Honorary Captain of the Week. I don't only have one guest... Nor do I have two. I have three alongside me. There are four of us here. The Alex's Lemonade Stand Honorary Captain of the Week. First is the signal caller for the defending national champions. This one's been a long time coming. Going to save the best for last. The winner of 28 in a row, Walter Payton Award finalist. I have like seven others, but I'm just going to skip it and introduce Mr. Mark Gronowski. Mark, thanks so much for giving the show some time this week. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me on, Stone. Next up is, and I got long intros, guys. I got long intros. Next up is Kristen Hofert, Redlinger, Executive Director. Community Relations, Strategic Philanthropy, Marketing, Board Chair, Coach, Leader, blah, 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 blah. Sioux Falls Northwestern Mutual. Kristen, thanks so much for giving the show some time this week as well. Yeah, thanks for having me, Stone. And Miss Jess Yasso, Northwestern Mutual, Sioux Falls Managing Director. Thank you so much. For those of you guys who can't see her face, she's kind of rolling her eyes. But nonetheless, thank you so much for joining the show this week. (laughs) What's up, man? (laughs) I'm so excited to have you guys on. We're going to get into a whole bunch here. And for the audience out there, stay tuned. There's a lot to come. We're going to break a lot of the stuff down that we have planned. Mark is playing in a national championship game. He already has one under his belt, but they're going back to back, or at least those are their hopes. I wanted to run down kind of what we were doing, right? Why we're here. For everybody who's been with us up until this point, you've learned. But I feel like I have people on this call who can further break it down. So this partnership started getting these athletes on and them kind of leading the charge in the fight against childhood cancer, using athletes to help us raise funds and awareness for, you know, stomping out cancer. It's something that takes over people's lives and and we have a chance to change that, right? We we have a say. Guys like Mark using his name, image, and likeness and and preaching to the youth on why cancer obviously sucks and how we're trying to stomp it out. And of course, putting together other forces and all of this, we are bringing fan bases together, right? We want them to donate. We want them to get involved. And the number that I'm looking at right now that we've raised, $17,401. And we're not even done. We have weeks to go. $17,401. I would imagine it gets over the 20000 mark. Kristen, you can take this one first. And Jess, if you want to follow it up, talk about how the relationship between Northwestern Mutual and Alex Lemonade Stand, how it started. Uh, so even before I do that, I will say that there's pledges that you don't see on there. So Aiden has another $3,400, I think. Wow. $3,400 or $3,500. Uh, and then all the Lemon Top Challenges. So we are well over 20 for sure by this time. And I'm very excited to see what will end it. So Northwestern Mutual and Alex's. Northwestern Mutual got involved with Alex's Lemonade Foundation about 11 years ago now. And one of the reasons was that childhood cancer in general is severely underfunded with only about 4% of the overall federal funding going to childhood cancer. So we saw this amazing opportunity to come together as an organization and as a country really rally behind a cause that you know saves our kids' lives. And a lot of us have personal stories with child, uh, childhood cancer as well as clients with childhood cancer. And so we just felt like as an organization, this was a chance for us to really do something and make a difference and hopefully at some point end cancer and find a cure. Jess, is there anything to add to that? Is there anything that she missed? Yeah, and I think it's just really important to know that Northwestern Mutual is doing a ton of work in this space. We've donated over $50 million to the cause overall and um, over 600,000 hours um, of research through the partnership that we have with Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation. So we're <sighs> really rallying behind this cause, um, both with time and energy. And if it wasn't for incredible things like what we're doing with Mark and our other athletes, this is what really propels us forward to, to publicly put out that 
we're working on coming up with a cause. Yeah, I wanted to give this spiel. This is something that I think our audience, if they haven't had a chance to donate or let alone visit our website or Alex's website or Northwestern Mutual, you guys promote this obviously. But when she was one, Alex Lemonade Stan and its founder, Alex Scott, was diagnosed with neuroblastoma following her fourth birthday. Alex told her parents she wanted to open a lemonade stand. Her goal was to raise money to give to doctors so they could find a cure for childhood cancer. Northwestern Mutual and FCS Nation Radio, we've teamed up to help raise funds for Alex Lemonade Stand and its foundation. Each player, Mark included, is dedicating their season to help kids with cancer. You can help, like I mentioned earlier, by donating and like Kristen said, by pledging a dollar amount, by clicking the athlete you want to support. The money you donate will pay for research to find better treatments and cures for childhood cancer. You can help kids and their family by providing desperately needed hope. Well, guess what? We can provide the hope as well, and we're doing that through Mark. Kristen, you take this one first, and Jess, and then Mark get in. Why is it important that athletes are at the forefront of this partnership? Having athletes at the forefront of this partnership really opens the door to more people just knowing about it. The the following the athletes have is incredible. I mean, Mark, even when we were at the event this last week, the amount of kids that were so excited to see you was crazy. And I think you know, when we think about the impact that we want to make at Northwestern Mutual, we often talk about investing in the next generation of leaders or investing in the emerging talent. And so to have athletes that already have a platform, that already have a voice that people hear about and listen to, be able to then influence the next generation. I feel like we're setting up just several generations of philanthropic leaders through Mark, and he's been so incredible. And if we're able to do that throughout the country, I mean, there's just nothing that quite does it like like athletics. So thank you, Mark, for doing it. And I, that's one of the main reasons that we really wanted to work through the athletes specifically. It absolutely inspires giving. I love that. My kids are some of the kids that look up to these athletes. My son is nine years old, and there has not been a day that the name Mark Gronowski has not come out of his name <laughs> since the end of August. Um, you know, I am an SDSU alum, and so it's really fun to be able to see people that we cheer for on the field also be people that we can cheer for in life um, and to be extraordinary in leading in something that is really generously paying it forward for others. And like Kristen said, this is teaching the next generation what it means to lead with a philanthropic heart, what it means to be able to give of your time, talent, and treasure. And I'm so incredibly proud of all of the athletes that have been involved in this cause. And Mark, for you to have a hand in creating change, what does that mean to you personally? Yeah, no, it's really cool. And it's an honor to try and use my platform to uh, try and help make a difference. And um, really in this world, it really only takes really one person to make that difference. And you can, it's really evident on how much that of an impact that Alex made by herself through her own foundation and showing that just doing a little bit here and there kind of really just helps move along um, fundraising and um, even just finding the cure for childhood cancer. Yeah. And, and speaking of fundraising, you guys got together in the city of Brookings and, and put on an event, obviously hosted by you guys in a restaurant there locally called Cubbies. Talk a little bit about kind of what the goal was and getting some of these athletes together and some of the things that went on in Cubbies. I, we've seen all the pictures. It was phenomenal. How much money was raised? Kind of give everybody the lay of the land. So the event was super fun. There was a little hiccup at the beginning where people thought we were a private event. So we didn't have as many people right away. And we were kind of curious of what was happening and why we didn't have more people that had come to the event because we had a ton of people say they were coming. So I went around to the other section of Cubbies with little cards that just said, hey, you know, are you guys FTSU fans? If so, we're, we're doing the Lemon Top Challenge. And every single table was there for that. And they'd all kind of look <laughs> wow. to see if they could come in and did it. Um, but once they found out they could come in and take a picture, I mean, it was it was just amazing. Like I, like I mentioned before, these little kids, their faces light up. I mean, even, okay, let's be real. It wasn't even just the little kids, like the moms <laughs> utilized their kids to be able 
of meet the players because uh, that was a big thing. And even the dads did as well. And when I would go around and ask, hey, do you guys want to take a picture with the players with the 11 top challenge? Um, they look at their kids and I'd say, you know, I think it's, it's probably important for you to be in the picture as well, since you're the one that would post it to, to get, you know, Northwestern to donate the $10. And they were basically like, they said, are you making an excuse for me? Because you can tell that I want to be in the picture. Yes, obviously. Uh, so that was really fun. And then for uh, we got cash, maybe three or 400 bucks worth of cash. And then again, for every Lemon Top challenge that's taken, Northwestern Mutual will donate $10, which I think we probably had 100 that night. So that would be like another $1,000 on top of wow. the tons of donations that came in. So that I mean, all of that money, we have no idea how many Lemon Top challenges happened. And I would say throughout this entire competition, we'll donate up to $100,000. So imagine if every single person out there took the challenge and we could get that whole $100,000 and we could say that this event raised $150,000. Right. I mean, it's just the easiest thing. So yeah, I've already talked about and you guys have as well why it's important to have athletes at the forefront. But I, I think in college football and the landscape that it sits in right now, you you hear these three letters thrown around almost willy nilly NIL. So a lot of these athletes now are getting paid to stay in school. So they say and they're getting offered this by this guy and this company and all of these things. But when you really look, there aren't many initiatives that are, are call to action oriented, right? Where you're getting a player to show his face to the community and do things for the community, right? Because I'm sure there are not only hundreds, but thousands of families affected by the money that's being donated to Mark, that's being donated to Aiden Bauman. So with that being said, Jess, I kind of want to ask you what somebody like Mark means to the community of Brookings and the state in South Dakota in itself, kind of what these athletes mean to these kids and why it's so important that they're out making things happen as well like Mark is. I think that, you know, whether it's Mark or whether it's any local athlete, um, you know, the kids in the community really look up to these athletes. Like they are local superheroes, right? They put on their uniform every single week. They go out there, they play the tough game, they make the tough calls, they win or they lose, and they persevere through things that are hard. Um, and they do it with ease. And I think that that's something that um, one is that as a parent, I'm trying to teach my kids. I think that's probably something that most parents are trying to teach their, their children. Um, and, and this is a really cool way for them to be able to use the position that they have as a college athlete to do something for good. Um, and for us to be able to point at them and say, hey, they're not just over here, you know, being a student athlete, just arbitrarily going about their life, but they are actually committed to making a difference. Um, and that I think is a really, really important lesson as we're trying to instill that in our families. So like I said, like it doesn't matter if it's Mark in Brookings, South Dakota, or if it's another athlete down in Southern Louisiana, um, I think it's important in every single community. Yeah, this Mark guy that we speak of, his football team has won 28 games in a row. They won a national championship last year, and this year they're back in Frisco, Texas, and we're going to be joining Mark. We're going to be there, the FCS Nation radio team, the Northwestern Mutual team from all over the country and all of the different offices that have had a hand in this. They'll be there as well, as well as some of the Alex's Lemonade stand and members of that foundation. How cool is that? And I'm only speaking to Jess and Kristen here. Mark, we know how cool it is to win it. Well, we actually don't know. 
how cool it is to win a national championship, but you've been there, right? We get a chance to make this trip out, whether it's from a media perspective or some of us just having fun on that Sunday when you guys take the field. Jess, you kick this one off and then Kristen follow it up, but how cool is it that sport is bringing us to an entirely different city to watch a national championship be played and it's all because of this initiative and what we've done and how much help we've given the people. How cool is it to see football, financial services, and media kind of get us there? Yeah, I don't know that this is like an intersection that people would always anticipate, right? right? Like that they would see that like football and financial services and, and sports media, like this would always be a thing that would be found together. Um, but I think that this is really, really cool and really fun because it has allowed us to reach, I mean, like hundreds of thousands of people that we would not have been able to talk to before about the work of Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation. And um, hopefully what that's doing is it's encouraging people to have a philanthropic heart, to look at something that maybe they haven't drawn their attention to before, um, to maybe look at the website and take a gander at, you know, which athletes ahead, which by the way, sorry, Mark, that Brian is totally roasting <laughs> you. <laughs> But I do, I think it's really cool because now we're going to have an opportunity to take that to Frisco um, and we're going to be able to um, use that like while we are there and celebrate together what we've done um, to raise this money and uh, and to give it back to the foundation. Kristen? So, I mean, coming together in Frisco, this is going to be extremely fun. And for the athletes specifically, the ones that are not playing in the championship, but that are coming because um, we will bring some down there that they, number one, came alongside of us when we didn't really know what we were doing. I mean, Stone, you've been with us since the beginning. Mark, you as well. We we had an idea. Really, our managing partner, Chris Shankle, had an idea. How can we scale our impact? How can we give back more? What's like the easiest way that we can really make an impact long term? And again, this is generational. I mean, that's the hope anyways. And so now to be able to have uh, secured a grant to be able to bring football players that did this with us down to Frisco and give them an experience of presenting a check on a, on the field the day before yeah. and just all of that, I think it's a really amazing thing because if I was a player, it would 100% make sure that I was always a philanthropic leader, which obviously they stepped up first. So these are those people, but this will really give us a chance even to brand it further into the marketing from this. Again, it's not the reason, but the marketing from this and people seeing these football players doing this, I really truly believe the amount of people that will step up and become philanthropic leaders or at least give is something that we can't even predict at this point. So it's just amazing. And thank you for doing this with us, Stone. Oh, absolutely. And Kristen, you had mentioned that Mark was there from the beginning. I want to backtrack a little bit because this summer, Mark donated his time. He was not being paid for any of it. He just wanted to be a part of the Alex Lemonade Sand and the Foundation's event this summer. Mark, why was this something that you wanted to get involved with when there was nothing in return for you? You know, I just thought it was really for a good cause. And I mean, really, I personally, I've never really been impacted by childhood cancer. Um, but I, my brother has a rare form of epilepsy and some de developmental disabilities. And I've kind of seen what my parents have gone through with uh, different tre treatments, hospital visits. And I kind of understand how important this uh, whole foundation is and the, just the research and support um, for kids who have cancer and also just for the parents and siblings who are along the way with them. So um, just kind of understanding how much of an impact just a little, little thing can do um, is really important to me. Yeah, Mark, you just understanding how much weight that carries. I think that's a big part of it. And we're appreciative that you're here alongside us and, and we can't wait to see you in, in Frisco. But when you guys hear Mark talk, it's distinguished. He's polished. He's done it a bunch. The internship program, that's something that I think is a secret to some who aren't familiar with it, but it really shouldn't be. It's top five in the country year after year after year. And guys like Mark, guys who speak like Mark and act like Mark are, are who we're looking for. Kristen, would you agree with that? 100%. People that are driven to succeed, people that want to challenge, that want a big life, that want to 
accomplish something great. I mean, those are really the people that we're looking for because we provide that at Northwestern Mutual. As you mentioned, our internship is one of the top in the country and all of the typical um, characteristics that go with an intern that is also an athlete are how we train our people. So I, it, 100%, I would love to have Mark as an intern. He is not uh, at this very moment becoming an intern because he had some other things going on this summer. But Mark, as you know, uh, you'll probably be recruited by the end of all of this, hopefully. So Jess, is the internship program something that you guys just take a maximum amount of pride in? Dude, it is uh, hands down one of the best developmental tools that we have, even for those who decide not to stay with Northwestern Mutual. I think um, one of the things we say during process is it is just as important to figure out what you're not going to do for the rest of your life as it is to figure out the thing you're going to do. And so we know that one out of every three people who come into our college program are going to stick with Northwestern, but that still means that two of them are going to go out and they're going to find something else to do. And so we want to spend a lot of time and energy in that program developing really good humans. So we pour a lot of time and energy into making sure that they have great business skills and they understand how to market themselves and that they really great build great skills through our program so that they can go out into the business world and be successful at what Whatever they choose to do. Um, and we take a ton of pride in being able to have those people walk out of our doors every single year, knowing that they had an awesome experience at Northwestern Mutual, that they did their absolute best, but found something that maybe wasn't for them. And they leave with some really great relationships in their back pocket for whatever comes next in life. I absolutely love that. And I also think it was really well said. Stone Lebano is of FCS Nation Radio having a chat here with a, a group that I've come to love. One, Mr. Mark Gronowski. Two, Ms. Jess Yasso and three, Kristen Hofert Redlinger. Again, I'm appreciative of you guys coming on. Let's talk a little bit of football here, Mark. You guys are 14 and 0 this season. You guys haven't lost a game, like I said, in 28 of them that you've played. January 7th, you look to defend your belt in, in becoming national champions year after year. That's something special alone. But hey, I wanted to kind of dial this down. If there was one reason that you guys are defending your national championship, if there's one reason you guys are in Frisco right now, what would you come up with? Um, my number one thing is just the relationships on this team. And I think it all works back all the way from COVID um, when we really couldn't go out and be with anyone else other than our team. We really had to be a really tight-knit team on that on that aspect because we were practicing together, having to play games together. And over the past, I guess, four years from then, three and a half years, um, a lot of us just been playing a lot of ball together. So we kind of just know um, how, how each other work, what we need to do better at um, to help each other out, how to raise each other's levels in the game. Biggest thing is, is just the relationship relationship just being able to call out guys when they need to be called out or yeah. praise other other people and just the respect goes both ways with everyone on our team and it's not just the, all the seniors on our team I mean we got a lot as everyone always talks about but it's the seniors reaching down to the freshmen and just really creating the culture for everyone to feel involved every single week and I think that's definitely the biggest aspect of um, how we've been so good over this last couple of years. Jess, Kristen, um, <clears throat> I lost to Mark in the COVID year so 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 <laughs> What are you laughing at? <laughs> I didn't. I, oh, I'm nothing. Nothing. I, I hate. Nope. I hate that, Mark. But it, you're saying <laughs> no, just, that maybe just we, pro- fish, you know, maybe hey, maybe we <laughs> propelled you guys 
Maybe it was the 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 like the loss that I took that propelled you. Okay, that's fine. That's how I'm gonna look at it. You guys barely beat us, and then all of a sudden you're going back to back. Now that's fine. If I can look at it like that, I can sleep at night. I love that. But two, seriously, your answer about relationships is spot on. It's exactly what I was looking for. Talk about that senior-led team that you have right now. There are so many older kids on that team, and you talked about how long you guys have been playing ball together. Talk about how important that is. I know you kind of just touched on it, but it is the main talking point with you guys. Like, you guys have played yeah. so many football games together. Nobody else in the country has done that. How has that propelled you and helped you guys get here? Yeah, I mean, it's huge. And I got to give it up to our coaches, too, on just trying to improve on <clears throat> so many different players and just really investing their time into each other. Because, I mean, a lot of these guys on this team are were walk-ons or one scholarship one division one scholarship guys that our coaches really just really invested their time in try to develop us and i think that's part of the big thing too because we can kind of relate on that aspect of things but the relationship aspect is i mean we're always working together a lot of teams are doing that in the facilities and all that other stuff but it's kind of on the outside too that we're always wanting to hang out with each other wanting to spend time with each other to build those relationships and it's not always clicks on the team it's oh the freshmen um aren't doing anything today they're all stuck in the dorms why don't we invite them over and go watch the ndsu and um Grizz, grizz's game and kind of just some of those things and just trying to incorporate everyone on the team so we can kind of build that culture well done there uh i want to talk about your guys's home field advantage dana j dykehouse it, it's become nothing short of an advantage I, I think it just honestly a lot of teams that have played there can't really handle it talk about your guys environment and how that kind of helps you guys on the weekends yeah no we, it's awesome we love we love playing there i wish we could play there every single week I mean, you can kind of just see it every single week when all the fans are there. Um, it gets rocking and it's, it's trouble for some offenses out there. And you can see that in a bunch of our games this year with a bunch of false starts. I mean, it brings us a lot of juice. And I don't, I don't know if the fans really know how much of an impact they really make on us. Because, um, I mean, you can see it sometimes in those other in some other stadiums when the crowd's not really into it. Uh, we come out to some slow starts. But when our crowd's rocking right off the bat, it feels good. I mean, we really start rolling right away. And uh, it's been a lot of fun this year playing in front of all our uh, fans this year. Jess, Mark mentioned that the crowd brings juice. Are, are you a part of that bringing juice that he speaks of? Uh, we've been known in my family to go to a game or two. I might have mentioned my son, who is a diehard <laughs> jackrabbit, who also has been known to hold a big head or two during a football game. <laughs> but I will remain as neutral as possible while Kristen holds <laughs> a giant big head. <laughs> screen uh yeah it's it uh as a like i mentioned i'm an alum and it is it's a great time and we just we really enjoy the environment in brookings the stadium is super fun and it's it's a great place it was really cool this past weekend and you can feel it over every week when we always have big big games there and it gets packed up there the build-up before the game just around town um you can see it in all the tailgates that are outside the stadium you can really just feel the energy build throughout the game day and once that we are running out of the tunnel you can really know that they're here they're having fun and it's going to be a rough day for the other team at that point <laughs> Kristen how cool is Dana J Dykehouse the stadium is amazing and I, I think we talked before Stone for a semester I went to the University of Oregon and the energy almost rivaled that which is pretty incredible because I've never gone to really anything maybe maybe one other school oh, no two I won't mention who they are though uh, in the Midwest that has that same energy but for Brookings that's a smaller place it's a smaller town I mean it is electric in there so it's really fun that crowd and what they're able to do in some of your games you talked about causing the penalties, right? The false starts, some of the PIs when some of these kids get nervous. I understand it, and it's really cool to watch. Hey, I mentioned you guys are 14 and 0. You've won 28 straight. A huge semifinal win against U Albany. Mark, can I, 
kind of were a bully out there. I'm not going to lie. 59 to zero. Uh, I know you only man the offense, so you don't hold them to zero points. That was your defense. But talk about that game as a whole. You know, what were some of the key points that Jimmy Rogers, your head coach, touched on after? Why do you think you guys played such a clean, well-rounded football game? Yeah, we were talking about it all week, and we were really excited about this game. And I think one of the biggest aspects is our offensive line really felt um, disrespected, really. And so did our defensive line. Just talking about how good their defense was, um, how good their defensive line was. Everyone kept talking about them being the number one defensive line in the country, leading in sacks. And our offensive line just really wanted to put it to them. I mean, they let up zero sacks, one TFL, which was very, very impressive against that kind of D-line. And our D-line ended up having a bunch of sacks. Quentin Hicks, who's also a supporter here with me here in uh, Northwestern Mutual and for Alex's Lemonade Stand, he had a huge day himself. But I think it really starts up front with them. And once the energy in the building started uh, to rise, um, we ended up scoring on our first drive. And I felt like it was kind of like almost an avalanche at that point. And we could really start to see the other team kind of quit a little bit near the end of the game. But when we just started building more energy and kind of the snowball effect at, um, throughout the game, which was pretty awesome to see. Yeah, I think the snowball uh, effect is very accurate. Isaiah Davis uh, reached the century mark, 107 yards on the ground, I believe, in that win against Albany. So yeah, your offensive line, they took it personal and they lashed out. 59-0 was the finish there for the semifinal that advanced you guys to Frisco. January 7th, of course, will be there. Uh, pretty much everybody's going to be watching. It's the biggest game of the year. Obviously, it's for the trophy. Montana, though, your opponent, is this uh, a team that you guys have already dove into and broken down some of the film? Or are you guys kind of taking it easy right now, focusing on yourselves, what you can control? Yeah, we, we've dove in a little bit into it. I mean, we're kind of just, as a quarterback room, you're kind of just watching a couple of their games so far. Um, not really getting a deep dive into it yet, but uh, this week for us has kind of been more of an improvement week trying to get a bunch of the young guys reps, um, trying to get some rest for the older guys on our team and try to uh, propel our team and not only for this championship game, but into the next season, because this is kind of like almost like a, a winter camp almost, which is kind of cool. But um, yeah, we have, we're, we're excited to play them. Um, and it's kind of cool to play a new team. You've always heard so right. much great things about Montana um, and the program that they have up there and just kind of being able to play them. We, we haven't played them as a program in about eight years, I think. So it's kind of a different and cool change up. Are you calling North Dakota State an old team? <laughs> no, it's just we play them. Yeah, we, I we almost got them. If we would have played them in Frisco, uh, that would have been our fourth time in about a year and a <laughs> right. half, which would have been kind of crazy. No, I, I'm excited for the matchup. Uh, I think it's going to be a really fun game. And, of course, we'll be there. We'll be screaming loud and proud. I'll be neutral. I'll probably be wearing a black T-shirt. I'm not going to pick a side. That's not my job. Jess, Kristen, they'll be wearing the blue. They'll be wearing the yellow. Hey, we got some things planned in Frisco, guys. Kristen, talk about our itinerary on Saturday. I'm talking about FCS Nation Radio, Northwestern Mutual. Alex's Lemonade Stand. We got things planned on Saturday, and they involve being in the stadium. We kind of are taking the field before Mark and before the Montana Grizzlies. What are we doing Saturday? So on Saturday, we are going to do a face-off challenge in Frisco. So all of the athletes that have competed in this competition throughout have been invited to Frisco. We will pay for their travel. The thought is that we're going to do sort of like a tailgate, Olympic, yard games type challenge. Let's do it. Um, and we'll continue Let's to raise... Right? It's going to be so fun. So we're going to continue to raise money. The athletes will have a chance to continue to raise money. Again, we'll be able to really showcase that they're philanthropic leaders within their communities. And they des they deserve to be able to give a check to Alex's, to give it to the foundation because they've done so much hard work. So the day before, um, and we are going to have our athletes come to this part of it, hopefully logistically, we'll be able to figure this out. Um, the field and the NCAA are going to allow us to go on the field to do a big check presentation to give the check to the foundation. Uh, and all so we'll get, I guess, kind of like your press passes, but not probably as fancy stone as 
the press pass, <laughs> but just to be able to do that with them, um, a lot of them will never, may never be able to go to the 50 yard line and give a check like this to an organization again. And we're just so appreciative that the stadium is letting us, that the NCAA is letting us do that. And to be able to recognize these players, we will do a challenge. There's about a 99% chance it'll be at the local. So that's very exciting. And the challenge will be, again, like think yard games or tailgate Olympics, something like that with the players competing. And then we'll just continue to raise money and it'll be just be a super fun day. So we are really, really excited to bring everyone back together. And again, appreciate your partnership in all of this. Oh, also Kevin said that he would be willing. So hopefully he is because I'm saying it on the radio. Uh, yeah, you're, yeah I love it. Tied, yep. In the face. So for those of you fans out there that have really wanted to pie him in the face because maybe he made a comment about your team that you didn't agree with or he something has. like that money uh, and stone are would you be willing to be pied in the face as well? See now, so so it gets dangerous, okay? Because I I think Do I can I, I think I can. Don't. The answer kids, is yes, kids, but kids. like it's dangerous with South Dakota State. Like they're not gonna hesitate. It's just gonna it'll be a line. But yes, my answer is yes. Of oh, course, it's for the kids. It's oh, for the that's kids, what man. we're doing. That, okay, fair. See? Fair game for the kids. I absolutely love it. Hey, Kristen, you talked about a check presentation. Listen, there, this competition is not over. There are still a list of athletes, and I want to go through those lists of athletes, and I want Mark to send a message to South Dakota State, the university, everybody in Brookings, everybody in Sioux Falls. Brian Williams, he's a South Dakota State Jackrabbit. Efton Chisholm, he's a wide receiver at Eastern Washington University. Aiden Bauman, shout out. Big Aiden. Aiden's been phenomenal in this. He's over $1,500 raised. He is a South Dakota coyote. Mark, of course, uh, just a random stranger we're talking to. We grabbed him off the side of the street. Quentin Hicks, defensive line and holds it down in the trenches for South Dakota State. Eli Mostart, a buys and tough loss last week to the Montana Grizzlies. Eli's been phenomenal. Him and his twin brother kick some behind for the buys in each and every week. Darnell Schillingford, he is a Bryant University defensive lineman. C.J. Siegel in the secondary for North Dakota. Zachary Clement, signal caller for Southeastern Louisiana State. Zach Anikstead, another signal caller, Illinois State University. Matthew Saluka, College of Holy Cross. When you hear those names, Mark, because to be quite frank, we do that some of the best athletes in the country. It, it is. Like there, there's no disputing it. A lot of those names for the audience out there, they know who those kids are and what schools they go to. When you see your name and hear your name uh, along that list of guys, you know, I'm not going to sit here and ask you what feeling comes to mind. I guess just really how cool is it? It's it's really cool. I mean, it feels really special to be a part of this whole organization, trying to just use all our platforms and just having a lot of people know our names. It's really great a uh, great idea that we've been able to partner with Alex Lemonade Stand and try and make a difference. And donating and pledging is so, so easy. I'm going to give my way of doing it. Kristen, you tell everybody the other ways there are. So, fcsnationradio.com. You can find the link on our Twitter page, but fcsnationradio.com. Right on the right side of the screen, it says Alex Lemonade Stand. You literally click on it, and it takes you to its own landing page. It breaks down the partnership and everything that we're doing, why we're doing it, and you click Donate Pledge. And if you just want to check the standings, you can just check the standings, and it pops up right there with the amount raised and everything. So, quite simple. Step one, fcsnationradio.com. Step two, click on Alex Lemonade lemonade saying you can't miss it step three donate Kristen any other ways so you can also participate in the lemon top challenge and I do want to say with the rankings we maybe will go and do an updated ranking because like I mentioned the pledges it looks like right. FCSU is really ahead Jackrabbit Nation but Aiden's right there and then with the pledges from the lemon top challenge it's pretty it's a pretty close game so I feel like everyone definitely needs to go on and donate um but lemon top challenge super easy you just take a picture trying to balance a lemon on your head actually harder than you think that is one of the <laughs> things that we are doing at the event um, and once you do, then you just, you have to tag Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation, as well as Northwestern Mutual. 
and then whichever school that you're going for. So if it's Jack, it'd be uh, you take SDSU. If it's USD, you take USD. All of the rest of the athletes are amazing, but those are the two in our region. So I'm just going to mention those two. And then um, at the end of the competition, so this will be on the fifth, we will go through and meet with the schools and they're, they're going to actually help us tally up exactly how much, um, how many people did it because Northwestern Mutual will donate $10 for every picture and you can post on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. So again, it's the easiest thing that you've ever done. Well, maybe not the balancing, but the posting of the picture <laughs> and you can show that you're supporting kids cancer as well as your favorite school and athlete. And I would challenge everyone. I mean, that is so easy. So every single person that has a fan favorite in, in the competition should absolutely at least do that part of it. I am so excited. Up to a hundred thousand dollars. That is, I'm so excited to bring the hashtag lemon top challenge to Frisco. I can't imagine the hundreds of people that we're going to get to participate. And obviously the money that comes with that. It's, it's huge stuff. Mark though, for Jackrabbit Nation, for everybody in the state of South Dakota, Sioux Falls, wherever you're at, kind of give them the message on why to donate and why they should. I mean, there's so many different people that have been impacted by this, uh, by childhood cancer. And I'm sure a lot of people know people, whether that's immediate family, that's cousins or uh, even just friends that have been impacted by this. And it's such a just a little thing that you can do, whether how much uh, how much money you have, how much money you donate does not really matter. As long as you can try and donate just a little bit, um, it always makes an impact. It always makes a difference. And as Coach Sig always says, just go be mad. Go make a difference every opportunity that you can. And even if it's just a little bit, as I said before, um, it's always going to help. And I just want to keep pushing Jackrabbit Nation. We always want to be the best. So try to keep pushing for us, me, Quentin, and Brian, so we can be the best group in the nation. And there you have it, folk. Mark Gronowski's pitch to Jackrabbit Nation on why to donate, why he feels like it's important to him. All of that beautifully said and well done, Mark. Guys, that's it. Alex eliminates and our honorary captain of the week is Mr. Mark Gronowski. Mark, you, sir. Thank you for being a part of this. Yeah, of course. I'm very happy to be a part of it. I'm happy that you have me on. And Miss Jess, the Managing Director, Northwestern Mutual Sioux Falls, thank you for being a part of this as well. Absolutely. It's been so much fun being Harry Stone. Kristen Hofert, Redlinger, you've worn many hats in this, and I can't wait to see you try to put six of them on when we get to Frisco, Texas. Thank you for being a part of this. It's going to be great. And that's going to do it right now. We have a Frisco preview right after this. We're going to take a quick break, and you'll hear from some of our lovely partners spaced out, of course all through FCS Nation. Stick with us during the break. You're listening to FCS Nation Radio, of course, on the Palmetto Radio Network.